The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the lovely health and fitness show. I'm your host Fahad Matin. And I hope and pray that all of us are fit and healthy by the grace of Almighty Allah. We have all been enjoying this nice and positive hot day yes indeed a very nice and positive hot day and we do not have those days quite enough in our lives especially in this country yes indeed it is the hottest day of the of the year so far and i must say it's even hotter than uh places uh, like uh, some places in pakistan so i'm a bit kind of extremely excited And I pray that you all have a nice and positive week so far and looking forward for a nice and relaxing weekend. Although uh, I heard that it will be slightly rainy weekend. But hey-ho, it is a holiday week for kiddies. So if you uh, not have already made plans to go out somewhere, enjoy the time, whatever time you have. This program is broadcasting live today from the studios of Inspire FM today on 25th of July 2019 at 6pm and casting its positive vibes to all our lovely people in Luton. And definitely the surrounding areas of Luton like the similar happened in Bedford and going sometimes all the way to Milton Keynes. Our positive airways reaching to all listeners uh, who are listening to us by the Inspire FM web app or uh, mobile app or website uh, or viewing us via Facebook page. So, hey-ho. Uh, and if you want to view us on the Facebook page, you can always go to your Facebook page and type, uh, type Inspire FM uh, on the uh, search link and you can see us live by clicking us uh, live link. If you're listening to this show on Sunday or any other Thursday, uh, other than the 25th of September, uh, 25th of July 2017 and uh, 19, uh, that means it is repeat. But hey ho, today is not. We cover different health-related topics, and we definitely uh, with every week. And we sometimes we cover uh, different health topics, but uh, some topics are really, really close to our hearts. Like um, as it is holiday week, uh, childrens are with you, and they are enjoying this lovely weather. And and definitely sometimes childrens are in our life, being parents or uh, grandparents or even uncle aunties. They hold a very strong place in our lives and their well-being uh, comes uh, upmost first for us uh, in some days or another. Uh, and definitely uh, in the days and or in the times when they're not well, we normally get worried, worried about them quite often. So uh, we normally do certain things we look after them we take them to the hospital or the gp or call people and and definitely sometimes we do need uh, to seek help and advice from some health professionals so today our show is uh, complete uh, on those topics and on those lines so you may have um, get get that just so uh, without further ado uh, uh, let me bring our topic for today. So topic for today is rapid uh, children's rapid response team. 
Yes, indeed. You have you have heard me correctly. Today we will be talking about a children's rapid response team, and definitely it is something which you uh, like to know. Because one thing I like to know is why do we need this team? But definitely it is something which I will not answer because I have two lovely, lovely guests with me today who will be uh, sharing their knowledge and experience on in this field, and they are quite professionals. So let me introduce them. Uh, uh, guests who are joining me today is uh, Gar- uh, Gary and Laura uh, from uh, uh, from Children's uh, Rapid Response Team. So good evening, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very yeah, well, good. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, before I start the show, I normally ask my guest uh, uh, to give a little bit of introduction about themselves as it's a very heated day, but uh, luckily we have uh, sitting in a slightly cooler room, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thank but did you guys completely hydrated yourself today? Yes. Absolutely, yes. Very important. Good, good, good. Now, let's uh, let's start uh, by a quick introduction. Let's start with you, Gary. Okay. So, um, hello, everyone. Uh, as My name is Gary. I completed my uh, children's training at the University of Hertfordshire and then went to work in a district general hospital on the children's ward. I then realised that I really liked uh, A&E and uh, the acute illness that children face so I then spent about 10 years working in children's A&E reaching senior charge nurse level. I decided that that wasn't enough, so I then went on to complete my emergency nurse practitioner training, um, which really led me into the job that I'm I'm in now as a rapid response nurse practitioner. Um, Still hungry to learn more. About two years ago, I did my teacher training, um, so I'm also a registered teacher with the Nursing and Midwifery Council and currently blend my clinical role with a lecturing role at the University of Hertfordshire. Mm -hmm. This really allows me to share my uh, clinical knowledge with student nurses that are going to be making up the next children's nursing workforce. Um, I have nearly finished my master's in medical education, um, which I think is hugely valuable in both my nursing and education role. Hmm. Wow, that's... That's a really interesting profile, I must say. You are an educator as well, yes. and so you are a mentor to many other other nurses. Yes. Plus, your interest in in looking after kids—it's really, really cool. Thank you. You love kids. Yes, I have two of my own, so they <laughs> taught me a lot about nursing as well. I think. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, and I absolutely understand because I have two uh, of my own, and then my uh, my my. Uh, niece nephews and so forth yep. so i absolutely understand <laughs> your angle keeps you busy uh, exactly <laughs> laura hi um, my name is laura and i also work in the children's rapid response team with gary um, i completed my nurse training in 2000 and i did my training in dundee university in scotland i then consolidated my training there for two years working in a district general hospital and a pediatric unit um, I then moved down to Luton and worked in the local district general hospital where I was there. I was there for 12 years and um, gained lots of experience in different areas of uh, children's nursing, working in the um, children's assessment unit, working in the high dependency unit. I did some uh, courses in caring for children with um, cancers um, and then got the, the, the bug like Gary for um, acute um sort of angle of of children's nursing and so went on to do my advanced paediatric life support and enjoyed that so much that I decided to become an instructor um, and did teaching with candidates all over Scotland and England as far as storing away on one one trip that I did which was um, interesting. I then moved into the community four years ago and I've been part of the rapid response team since then and completed my recently completed my um, nurse prescribing course and I'm um, finishing off my master's also like Gary. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. I must say we have quite a few, uh, quite a bit of experience between between among uh, our two guests today. 
two nurses and they are uh, they are kind of a role model for for their other staff members and their other colleagues and i i really love that and i really admire that and sometimes these things do uh, go a long way because once you have that respect uh, from your peers and your colleagues it it it's uh, it's always it's always somehow uh, what's the best word enjoyable it's like satisfaction self satisfiable uh, experience uh, and i always enjoy that i always enjoy that anyhow let's start the show and and definitely um, let introduce our listeners as well so listeners If you have any questions or queries regarding our show tonight, please, please, please get in touch with us. We have uh, two nurses in the show, uh, in the studio, who are ex- experienced and uh, experienced with uh, children problems, and they uh, they know how to deal with children problems. So. If you have any questions or queries regarding the children's and and your any any problems which you face on a daily basis as well, please give us a call on 0158248122. I repeat, 0158248122. Um, or you can send your questions uh, by text messages or WhatsApp on zero triple seven nine. Four eight one eight two two. I repeat zero triple seven nine four eight one eight two two. Or you can also send your questions by uh, via Facebook page as well. So I don't mind. I can always ask your questions uh, on behalf of you. Uh, but yeah, definitely uh, get uh, get use of the get in touch with us. Uh, use the experience which we have in the studio, who are there to to give you necessary support and guidance, especially at the time when you need most, uh, especially when the kids because. There are times when uh, when our kids are not well, we go into a panic mode, and and as as a parents, we always know that once you are in that in that zone, it's not easy to uh, shake it out. It's not easy to shake it out because uh, on the other side of that uh, needness or the uh, requirement, uh, it's it's uh, it's our it's our own kids who are on the line, and sometimes we need uh, an extra hand and support to do that. But anyhow. Uh, let's start with our show and definitely let's find out what is children Res- rapid response service we have so laura let's start with you uh, give us a quick background of what we what is this team do and what is it so the children's rapid response team was set out, uh, set up in 2013 it was started by two nurses who provided home care for children with acute medical needs um, this required um, our team lead, Lynn Fanning, uh, to work closely with consultants from the local hospital, developing pathways to integrate into the community care. Um, the incentive of this was to reduce hospital admission and provide acute medical care to children in the local community closer to home. Mm-hmm. Um, studies have proved that children do recover more uh, quicker at when they're cared for within a known environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so initially the service was run five days a week. Uh, Within a year, it was recognised that there was a real need for a service like this within Luton, uh, and the numbers of children that they they saw um, did make a difference to hospital admissions. Therefore, the team was expanded and two further nurses were recruited, and the services then uh, ran for seven days a week. Wow, seven days! Yeah. Yep. Whoa. So, uh, in in terms of seven days service, so they, they, they pretty much see... Every single day? Every day. Uh, and what hours? And so now, the the hours of the service now are um, seven days a week, eight in the morning till six in the evening, 365 days a year. Mm. Um, since 2015, so we did some um, piloting within GP surgeries in Luton, um, and it was recognised that we could see um, more children in a shorter space of time if we ran a clinic base. Um, in GP surgeries? In GP surgeries. This... Mm then led further development of the service um, which not, like I said which now runs Monday to Friday we run a clinic model where children come and see us in clinic mm-hmm. and at the weekend we do continue with the home visits at the moment um, um, but we there is vision to hopefully have a seven day a week clinic um, model so children can come and see us seven days a week in clinic wow. um, so the appointments we we have children on the caseload, mm-hmm. um, and then we also get um, direct booking appointments from one one one, and they get booked in into our clinic. It's been a really big achievement um, getting one 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 set up to to book 
children directly into us and we are one of the first teams in the whole of England that has successfully got this kind of service up and running um, so, um, and we're now hopefully in the very near future developing the service further to cover the whole of Bedfordshire and not just um, in Luton. Wow. Wow. So people are our neighbour sites from Dunstable and Bedford will yeah, will uh, soon yeah. soon uh, reaping the rewards as well because I absolutely understand that if if my if if any of the kids have uh, any acute uh, illness or acute uh, uh, problems which uh, uh, which we comes into uh, so what range of uh, uh, problems you see. Uh, so we um, we what we want to do is make sure that we're providing the best service that's based on uh, evidence and that's up to date. So mm-hmm. we at the moment we follow seven sort of pathways. Um, so that would include uh, what we call uh, bronchiolitis. Mm-hmm. So for babies with sort of cough and cold like symptoms. Uh, children that have got a fever for uh, an unknown reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, children with asthma or wheezing episodes uh, we also will see a child that's had a head injury or um, that is suffering with diarrhea and vomiting and abdominal pain mm-hmm. um, so there's quite a lot that we cover within mm-hmm. within those pathways uh, so is there any age range you start from so naught to 19 wow that's yeah. a big long <laughs> age range yeah wow yeah. wow that's that's amazing yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty much like um starting from the day one till the teenagers that's a really long (laughs) (laughs) okay please carry on sorry (laughs) so yeah we we we, um, see anybody from uh, day one uh, up to 19 what we like to do is make sure that we complete a real thorough history and an examination because that really allows us to gather information to help us work out what the diagnosis might be Um, We can then complete a treatment plan and as Laura said earlier, we're all prescribers. So if you need a prescription, we're able to do it there and then um, and give that treatment um, as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, let me come back on the pathway. So uh, so that means any child who have um, illness like uh, uh, fever in children, which is very, very common, especially in the winter days. Absolutely. I, I remember uh, I was uh, last year in um, July, uh, uh, last year in September, uh, October, November, no, sorry, November, December time when my mom was not very well and I was in and off hospital. So I went in December time, I went to uh, November time, took my mom there in hospital and I see um, a young couple with three kids uh, sitting there and all the kids have fever and one thing I asked them, how long you're sitting there? Because I, I, I was in and out uh, the whole thing and it was like more than an hour or so and mm. they're still sitting there. So mm. I said, how long you're sitting there? He says, well, we are here since last uh, an hour and 30 minutes. And I said, why? He says, oh, all, all our three kids are a bit not well, so I'm here. So I said, well, didn't you call 111? They said, what's that? <laughs> so I was I was completely shocked and surprised. I was completely shocked and surprised. And I said, oh, okay. But anyhow, sorry, uh, that's not me <laughs> to ask that. Uh, so, in terms of, um, uh, so you cover uh, fever in children's asthma and wheezing, head injury, diarrhea and vomiting. Wow. So, uh, in in case of diarrhea and vomiting, do they come or do do you, do they call or what happened? Yeah. So. Um we operate a referral process, so you would have to be referred to our service. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, it's not a self uh, service that we offer, um, so you would have to be uh, referred in by various different pathways. Um, but Laura might like to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, the families can get referred into the rapid just response team from lots of different sources our main referrals now do come directly from 111 and from the local hospital mm-hmm. so we'll get them from the A&E department the paediatric assessment unit and the wards and um, so if they just to f- try and facilitate an early discharge they will discharge them and um, to for us to follow up in the community we do um, accept referrals from GPs and um, who may require us to provide ongoing support until a child is well enough to be discharged. Um, We do liaise very closely with our excellent health visiting and children's community nursing team who also refer into into our service. And really exciting, we've just recently started receiving referrals from the ambulance service and I got my first one today. Aha! 
so that was exciting. Um, but like Gary said, unfortunately, families are not able at this moment to directly call us and, re and re self-refer into the service. It has to be um, uh, completed by a healthcare professional. Mm -hmm. So my advice is, if you're unsure of the best way to be referred, then um, I would give 111 a call and they will be able to triage the call and have access to the same day directly bookable appointments with us. Mm -hmm. So... Uh is there any categories of children's you see urgent light uh, is there any red amber green kind of a uh, uh, pathways in yeah. those pathways yeah definitely so as um, laura said nhs 111 are really good at creating that category um, when when you call so they will advise you where the best place to be seen is and that's really what we're hoping to promote today is that mm -hmm. you don't always have to go to hospital you know if your child has a temperature diarrhea and vomiting mm -hmm. you don't automatically have to go to hospital there are other places you can go um, once we get to uh, see the children, we will then complete our assessment and provide that red, amber and green category as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a way of us deciding really how unwell your child is. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes and uh, it's not uh, a lot of of children that we see but if we do highlight concerning features of illness and we put you in the red category then we might need to contact the hospital or the emergency services um, because you might need to have further care in a hospital so we try our very best to keep you at home uh, if we can but sometimes it's not always possible <laughs> <laughs> and and you said you see patients uh, kiddies in the gp surgeries which is very very good mm. and um, is it every single GP surgeries you see or you do some clinics and certain GP surgeries so the the clinics aren't held in the surgeries anymore because we want exactly for that reason because we wanted to open it up to all of the GPs in Luton mm -hmm. okay so uh, what we do is we hold our own clinic separate to the your own GP mm -hmm. but uh, as long as you have a GP in Luton you can be referred to our clinic and we will see you there mm -hmm. and and how long is the referral process lasted is it quickly? Or? Oh, yeah. So you can get a same-day appointment. Um, if we feel that your child needs ongoing support, mm -hmm. uh, we can keep you on our caseload and provide two, three days more support until the symptoms are getting better and you're managing well at home without wow. our help. Wow. Now, this, these kind of things do really help a lot because our, our, our kiddies in, in our in day-to-day -day life, they see, uh, we do get see things and we get worried about their, their, their health quite often. So have, have you come across any, any specific cases in your life, in your present scenarios, uh, where you have seen uh, children who are a bit kind of unwell and they the parents are getting general public who who've been referred to you directly yeah i mean we 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 see lots of children um over the course of a week all with very similar symptoms um and you know we understand that it can be very anxiety provoking for you as a parent um and you just want to know what's wrong with your child and and, and we are there to to do that and to assess and make that plan of care for you um Typically, I think we see children with uh, temperatures that might be because of a sore throat, uh, ear infection, chest infection, um, or just a sort of viral cough and cold-like symptom. But we, we are happy to see uh, any child that we can if, if we feel that we're able to help keep them out of hospital. Mm -hmm. Laura, you said you have ref got a referral from uh, an ambulance today. Yeah. Uh, what was that about, without discussing the patient or their <laughs> cl clinical needs? So um, it, was, it was a patient who had, had a fever, funnily mm -hmm. enough, just what we've been discussing, um, for two days. Um, so just requires now our ongoing support parents parents were keen to go to hospital mm -hmm. but the paramedic was um able to you know offer our service as a as a support so we're on the end of the phone the parents can can phone our um mobile number at any time between eight and six mm -hmm. so it just offers that that ongoing support no 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 question from parents is a silly question because like gary said it is quite nerve-wracking and you w worry about your kids exactly exactly and some there are times when when uh, being a parent you you just literally when you see your child crying uh, in pain for x y and z reason uh, at least i i feel extremely nervous yeah. like helpless. i need hey exactly helpless and 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 uh, sometimes you, your mind stop working and and 
your basic instincts say one thing and you're doing one thing and although after trainings after trainings <laughs> you still still yeah still. No, i think in my experience sometimes parents just need somebody to say you're doing fine everything you're doing is right and you've got to kind of just ride with it sometimes they yeah. you know it, sometimes illness t- takes you know illnesses take their time sometimes they can be unwell for a few days but as parents we want to fix them instantly don't mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. exactly indeed indeed so uh, in terms of uh, your team uh, as you have told us about yourself and your qualification how big is your team so um at the moment there's five members of the uh, rapid response nursing team in Luton um we're all seen like we say oh, we're all senior uh, children's nurses with over 15 years experience each in the NHS mm-hmm. um we've all we've all trained like we said as nurse practitioner uh, nurse practitioner sorry um and it's required us to do extra training on top of our our nursing training that that we completed many years ago and mm-hmm. um, this allows us to work at this more advanced level mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um wow. Uh and I, I must say I do like to know much more about it but unfortunately wow the time has passed really really quickly. <laughs> unfortunately we are going for a of a commercial break very shortly in a few seconds time. Uh but when we come back we like to know a bit more about the team sure. and the makeup and especially uh what else you can do and you can't do because there are times when um uh, when something has presented in front of you and you mm. says hang on a second yeah. and that is bit kind of out of our region <laughs> we need we need some uh, hospital intervention or some other intervention or gp lines but yeah. anyhow we will definitely come back on that uh, don't go anywhere we will be back after these very short messages assalamu alaikum this is atif nawaz listen to inspire fm shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on apple podcasts or spotify Any health advice given whether general, diet, physical or spiritual is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum and good evening to all our listeners and viewers. I'm Fahad Martin your host for this evening and today we are talking about rapid response team uh with our lovely two nurses uh from the rapid response team we have uh, Gary and Laura Vidas who are talking about uh the problems which they see on a daily day basis with children and what is the rapid response teams do on a day to day basis and definitely kids in our life is most important uh, element uh, in most of those people who have kids or auntie uncles uh, grandparents and definitely we do want to look after them in in the best way shape or form This program broadcasting live today on uh, 25th of July 2019 and we are uh, f- uh, we are live from the studios of Inspire FM today for our lovely people in Luton all the surrounding areas of Luton like Dunstable Harpet and Bedford and reaching uh, to our listeners uh, via our Facebook page our web app and our mobile apps when i said ours that been Inspire FM's Good evening and welcome back. Before I went on break, I was asked uh well I did ask uh, posed a question to Laura, uh but before I ask again uh, what I was asking, let me ask them to say hey. Hello guys. Hello. Hello. How is so far going on? Yeah, yeah so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, far, so, so far so good. Perfect, perfect. Um uh, Right so um apologies uh, bef- uh you were 
so nicely explaining me about your team and how your team made off and what qualifications they have and how I have to cut you off because we were right out of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Laura, if I ask you to continue from where <laughs> you left off, please. Yes, so um, we're all uh, senior children's nurses with over 15 years experience each in the NHS caring for sick children. Mm-hmm. Um, as a team, um, we are all either qualified at master's level or we are working towards um, our master's level in advanced clinical practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the, the continued development of our service, we're also now recruiting. Anybody yeah. wants a job? Have a look. Um, we are recruiting to the team to yeah. <laughs> no en- enable us, like I say, to expand the service into the whole of Bedfordshire. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. And then uh, I must say, uh, at this time, I do like to involve our listeners as well. So, listeners. If you have any questions or queries regarding our show tonight, please, please, please give us a call on 01582 I repeat, 01582 uh, You can send your questions or via text messages or WhatsApp on 0779. 481822 I repeat 0779481822 uh, or you can send your questions via uh, Facebook page and on that note I must say I have uh, a question on the Facebook page it says uh, yes uh, it says hi I want to ask uh, my feet skins coming out for last couple of months can you please advise me some that help something that can help me Okay, so uh, obviously the best thing to do would be to get it uh, looked at. Um, Just from listening to that, it might be a simple case of something like uh, an athlete's foot, Mm -hmm. um, which is a bit of a fungal infection. Um, If you pop down to your pharmacy, they would be able to have a look at it and advise you on any sort of creams or um, possible treatments that you you might need. Mm -hmm. Definitely get it looked at so that we can um, give you a proper diagnosis and help uh, sort it out for you and okay. I, th- I think also um keep your keep your feet clean and dry and use cotton socks rather than nylon which reduce sweating in your feet so what's the difference between nylon and cotton socks cotton is breathable ah. nylon is not okay sorry i know it's a very awkward question to ask about <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the reason I do is that I, I normally wear nylon socks, so I was saying, yeah, okay, yeah. Ah, okay, I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, answering this, and thank you so much for asking this question, because sometimes uh, there are things which uh, most of us do not know on a day-one-day basis, and it's 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 good to ask those questions. So, hey, uh, hey guys, listeners... If you have any questions or queries regarding our show tonight, uh, we have two experienced nurses with us in the studios, uh, children nurses especially. So if you have any problems with your kids or if you have seen any kid problems, please, please, please do give us a call or uh, send uh, your questions via text messages, WhatsApp or on Facebook uh, and, and ask us. Uh, we have expertise in the house and we will definitely share with them. Um, Somebody just say hello to Laura. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, in terms of uh, uh, the kiddies, uh, you just explained me about the um, uh, what your team is made of. Now, uh, in terms of where you based. So, if somebody been referred, where do you where they normally refer to, or where are you based? Yeah. Very good question. And the opening times and the closing times. You, uh, you told me that you were, your service is seven days a week uh, from eight to six. six. 365 uh, days a year. Exactly. And, and, and uh, sometimes parents, working parents especially, mm. they find it hard to be, make it in the week mm. and they love to be in the weekend mm. kind of thing, yeah. want to be seen. So tell us a bit more about this and tell us uh, what the timings of uh, and so forth and where you're based. Yeah. So at the moment, um, the well, let's talk to Laura. Why, why, <laughs> Sorry, let's, let's give a chance to Laura as well. Come on, Laura. Um, so there's always two nurses on duty each day, um, except for the weekend and bank holidays when there is just one nurse on duty. Don't tell me the duty nurses are with me today. Yes. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was on duty today. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's always two of us on duty. One of us is based um, in the office. Uh, c- 
carrying out their phone assessments uh, for the children on our caseloads. And the other nurse is based in clinic, um, and our clinic is based in Vestry Close, just off of Dalla Road in Luton. Um, and like we said, we work uh, seven days a week, eight in the morning till six at night. Um, we, in the clinic, we do have set appointment times, which aids in reducing waiting time experienced by families. So, you know, you'll call up, you get an appointment, you turn up at your appointment time and you're seen within a few minutes of, of that um, time, unless there is, of course, any unforeseen circumstances, like we ended up with a really sick child that we were waiting on emergency services or something like that. But, but generally, the clinic runs really, really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you see any unusual cases as well? Yeah, I guess that we, we don't know what's coming. Um, so, we will get a, a short uh, piece of information from NHS 111 that might just say, uh, you know, a history of a temperature or something like that. So, it's always a bit of a surprise when uh, children come to us because uh, we might not know what the the problem is until we've completed that thorough examination and history taking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that generally it is a minor sort of illness presentation so we typically will see children with cough cold fever runny nose that sort of thing all of mm. all of the things on the pathways yes basically it's sort of common minor childhood illness Mm, okay so um in terms of uh general public who want to get uh, referred explain can you please uh, i know you have explained me in the first part of the show uh, in the beginning of the show because i was very intrigued about the whole thing so if families want to be referred what's the best appropriate method do they go to their gps or do they call 111 or and is there can they call 111 during the hours of opening like between uh Five uh, between uh, between eight and six, or do or do they have to call? Uh, and if they call afterwards, what they do? I know it's so many questions. Sorry, um, I'm getting very clear. <laughs> so at the moment, um, the clinic appointment system is only Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, during during that period of time, the best thing to do is call NHS one one one, and they can get you an appointment in our in our clinic to be seen that same day. Um, the appointment as laura said uh, are timed so um you can call within the hours of eight till six um but our last clinic appointment is at four o'clock so get in there early if you've got any worries about your child uh, early on in the morning ring nhs 111 because that will really maximize your uh, chance of getting an appointment with us mm-hmm. after those hours the uh, experienced call handlers will triage your call and then advise you on the best place to be seen um, if we can't see you if we don't have an appointment free okay so in terms of um, if if they if they call and see and you they get an appointment like for example if I if I call for my child uh, around 12 o'clock uh, to 111 yeah uh, for fever let's say so how how does it work So the call handler will um, ask you lots of questions about your child and just to kind of work out what might be going on um, and then refer you to the most appropriate place. So hopefully that will be us in the Children's Rapid Response team. Um, if that's the case, they will tell you the appointment time that they've booked you in for. Okay, so you won't hear from the Children's Rapid Response team. We will just be expecting you at the time that you've been booked in. Mm-hmm. Once you know that time, uh, head down to Vestry Close, as Laura said, um, and we will see you as close as possible to that appointment time to save you having to wait around um, and, and complete that thorough assessment quickly and get you on your way again with some treatment. And the, the 111 um, call handlers, they, they go through the triage process and that um, tells tells them whether a child needs to be seen with a two, within a two within a two hour six hour or 12 hour window so if the parents did call in the middle of the night for example um, and they call handler triage them as a six hour and that happened to be 9:30 or whatever in the motor they would just book them automatically into that slot so it's not to deter away from calling during the night um, because there is still the the ability to book you into the clinic that day next day yeah. in the morning in the morning yeah wow wow that is that is really nice because it saves quite a lot of time and hassle mm-hmm. to go to any yeah, well it saves the 830 gp yeah. repeat 
redial yeah. <laughs> until until you get through to the GP surgery. In, one 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 will have done that. Indeed. Done that part for you. Indeed, and sometimes we, uh, as I said earlier in in the beginning of the show, that um, I, when I asked those parents why didn't they call one one one, they says, well, what's one one one? So I was surprised. I was literally surprised mm. that uh, there are still people who do not mm. know the service of one one one, which is there. So, uh, is it um, how how did parents react when they when they see you in vestry clothes? What was their reaction after the children's getting treated? We've had really positive feedback. Um, mm-hmm. I think they appreciate the fact that we're specialist children's nurses, um, nurse practitioners. We, the feedback has been so positive in terms of the fact that we listen, we complete that thorough assessment, mm-hmm. and that we're able to give really good advice to allow you to care for your child at, at home. Mm-hmm. Um, the advice that we give is followed up with advice leaflets um, and it really signposts that red, amber, green uh, kind of categories mm. that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. so that at home you can also uh, monitor your, your child and work out whether or not things are getting worse um, and then what you need to do if things are getting worse. So, uh, you know, the, the feedback has been really, really positive. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've actually had families now phoning 111 and saying, can you please just yeah. book me into the Children's Rapid Response Service? Ah. So that's been really positive. So, um, uh, I know this is for acute symptoms, but uh, do uh, parents who have kids with the long-term conditions like asthma or, uh, or, or diabetes or... or um, any other any other illnesses kidney uh, disease and so forth do they come through you as well um children with asthma in the community who are um are, we have a, a community asthma nurse specialist as well who who will uh, care for for children with asthma for sort of their ongoing treatment if they have an acute exacerbation of asthma for example then they can be they can and the, the community nurses do refer into us and we will we will carry on the acute episode of care mm-hmm. and then refer back to the asthma nurse for ongoing yeah because uh, in, in the beginning you said well, the, the symptoms which you see is bronchiitis mm. and asthma wheezing so I was I, I wanted to ask you mm. then and there but I said okay let me let me <laughs> ask you a bit later on that uh, it is sometimes because one of the this is one of the most um, reason parents end up in any because they they the kids are not uh, have that episode and they were not sure whether to do or not to do and they call one 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 and they end up there. So yeah, so in in and definitely uh, you cover most of the things, but definitely there are things which you do not cover. <laughs> so what are the things which you do not cover? I mean, the team do not cover. So, um, really, if you think that your child is having a sort of medical or surgical emergency um, or have had a fall and you think they might have broken their arm or you think they might need an x-ray, we don't have those facilities at the clinic. So that wouldn't be something that we would see uh, as a rapid response nurse. It is mainly the sort of acute medical uh, minor childhood illnesses that we will cover. Mm-hmm. So, um, if I ask you to give me an example, because one of those things which you said is the head injury. So, if somebody says, "Oh, my child just fallen and he had cut," yeah, so they refer to you. What will happen then? So, we at the moment we wouldn't be able to sort of glue the cut back together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if they did come to us and we were worried that there was a wound that needed further uh, assessment, then we would unfortunately send you into A and E at that point, just because we don't have the facilities to be able to do the sort of wound management. We could look after the head injury; that wouldn't be a problem. So, minor head injury without any cut, then please do uh, come to us. But if you have a cut, we don't have the facilities to to look at that yet. Okay, so uh, if I ask you to give me a example, a couple of examples that where parents should understand that yeah, instead of calling one one one, they should take their child to ED. Give us an example or scenario where it would be better. So, um, an example of that would be if if you're 
went to your child and they were unresponsive or if they had a high fever that and that your child was just not themselves just that, that generally behaving abnormally and um, then I would certainly be taking them straight to A&E and um, I think as well it, um, rashes is quite a big thing in children um, and it's when to be worried and when not to be um, and we all we always advocate the um, doing the tumbler test where we roll a glass over a rash and if it disappears then it's less worrying and if it doesn't disappear then it is a trip straight to A&E. Um, again if your child has breathing problems and um, they're using their tummy lots to breathe, groaning when they're breathing or any discoloration so cyanosis, blueness around the mouth or anything like that, that would be um, a reason to, to call an ambulance and go straight to A&E. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is very interesting because um, there are times when uh, being a parent you see that yes, uh, you come into a doubt whether to mm. do or not to do and and it's it's really tough in those timings especially in those timings because it's not easy to make those clinical decisions and and they they are times when we say so in, in your uh, in your personal cases can you give me an example of when you would uh, would be appropriate to see a child in a service so when I said, um, I've, I've asked you for examples of patients who who's not fit to be seen by you guys. So I'm now asking an example which uh, a child need, fit to be perfectly seen by your team. And and if, I, if, a, if a parent's calling 111, they can request, oh, can you please book me with the children's response team? Mm-hmm. So can you give me a couple of examples on that? Yeah, so quite commonly children get ear infections um, and they might just develop a temperature um, and sort of be a bit off of their normal self with a bit of reduced eating or drinking. Um, it would be very reasonable to see us in the rapid response clinic rather than go to A&E um, for something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're very happy to see children that have got coughs, colds, sore throats, um or any anything that that doesn't pr- present with a uh, sort of medical emergency mm-hmm. 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 wow okay um and in terms of uh, you you explained that uh, that there are parents who are extremely happy <laughs> with your services mm. are there grumpy parents as well who are not happy with the services <laughs> I know it's a not a, a, a nice thing to ask but do do you see any unsatisfied customers as well Of course there's always you always have um some issues but I think the the issue that we have been presented with was not a huge issue in that the parent was um a bit unhappy that they weren't told that they had to pay for parking which would they needed a pound for the car parking machine oh. um in the the clinic that we that we ran so that's probably the most negative comment that we've had oh um, uh, sorry i was a bit surprised because western clothes was free to park vestry clothes so when we were based in medici there's a, it's a pay and ah, display okay. car parking. yes but ah. at vestry clothes it is free parking okay. so that problem <laughs> no longer exists <laughs> yes indeed because uh yeah uh, i have fair share of going there quite often for <laughs> for my clinical meetings as well yeah. uh yeah wow and on that note wow the time has passed really quickly we are coming very <laughs> close to our end uh, to uh, towards the end of the show um uh i do like you to uh if uh, for listeners if you have any questions or queries still Please do get in touch with us. We still have a couple of minutes left. Uh, if you have any questions or queries, you can send your questions via text messages or WhatsApp on 0779481822 or you can send your uh, you can call us in the studio uh, by calling us 0158248822 or use the Facebook page uh, live to to send your post your questions. Uh so uh it's time for positive message from both of you. So let's start with uh you Laura because you have talked really less in doing the show. <laughs> sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> so uh my one bit of advice if you need any medical advice or support call 111. That is my that's what I feel is the most important message. And why is that? Because you can have your unwell children cared for by a team of 
professional children's nurses. Uh huh. Because one of the one of the things which most of the people do respond when they call one 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 is that um, I'm I'm just playing devil's mm-hmm. advocate is that they ask too many questions. Mm. They just literally keep asking all those questions, and some of those questions are very annoying and unnecessary. And why they do that? Why they do that? Because they're triaging and assessing how urgently children or, or yeah patients need to be seen mm-hmm. mm, definitely because yes uh, certain, certain times when when you are seeing patients uh, there are multiple reasons for a common fever as well mm. well yes good gary yeah so i think i just want to echo really what laura said and um, just just stop and think do you really need to go to a and e um for this problem and the the I know we keep saying NHS 111, but they are really good at deciding where you need to go, where you need to be seen. And what we want to do is is to really look after your children in the most suitable environment. Um, so if in doubt, just give 111 a shout. Mm-hmm. Wow, I must say that is that is quite positive. And 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 then there are times when when we do want to uh, get our child uh, looked after properly. And 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 it's not easy. It's not easy, especially when we need some help and advice and guidance. Uh, sometimes all you need to do is just pick up a phone and call one which is free service, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. In in terms of uh, kids itself, I know um, uh, it's something which I wanted to ask you. Uh, if 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 a child come to you with a bronchiolitis, um how do you know that it is bronchiitis and not uh, uh, not uh, asthma? Because there are times when they they mimic quite often. Sorry, I know I'm putting you on the spot for that. <laughs> so um, bronchiolitis affects younger children. Um, any child sort of over the age of two um, would up to the age of five would be diagnosed as a viral induced wheeze rather than an asthma. Mm-hmm. Asthma comes with a long history of breathing difficulties from a young age um, with night coughing and usually they have more of an atopic allergic background to to other things as well so hay fever, a bit of eczema um, things like that and bronchiolitis is diagnosed on um, assessment and examination taking like we said earlier thorough history from the parents and listening to the chest the chest sounds in bronchiolitis are different to those of asthma. Okay cool thank you so much for coming today and thank you so much for enlightening us and thank you so much for putting you on the spot and you give me a right answer (laughs) Uh, these are things which happens quite often and this is a live show so it happens quite often <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for coming to our show tonight and sharing your lovely knowledge and experience with us thank you for having thank us thank you for having us and thank you so much for all us listeners as well who who joined us today and viewed us on facebook live page uh if you if you still have some questions or curious regarding our topic tonight uh, do give uh, uh send us an email or send your messages to us we will try to address it later on the show and and definitely these are the guests who came today but they're not just here for once they will come again again in future yeah. right guys yes and we will welcome you again and the next time as well so uh this is all uh this is all the time we have folks uh we will see each other again next week uh, same time same place uh until next time uh, please remember us in your duas and stay well hydrated till next time assalamualaikum thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org And follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.